Jody Crumpy, director of the Erie City Mission Thrift Stores and Donation Center. When you shop at one of our two thrift stores or drop off items at our donation center, you are providing a meal. You are housing a man in our shelter, helping men and women overcome addiction and giving our inner city youth an opportunity to learn. I want to thank you for making a difference. This is our city, our mission. God bless you. All year round, Frontier Home Products and Design has what you need to make your home comfortable and beautiful. Relax on a new timber tech deck designed by Frontier's experts. A new fireplace from Frontier Home Products Fireplace Gallery adds warmth and serenity to any home. Beauty and versatility at Frontier Home Products and Design Center, 4213 Peach Reese 5th next to the Bayfront Highway. Frontier Home Products and Design Center. Discover a new frontier. PA contractor number PA039007. Welcome to TalkEerie.com's Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast. Every day, we tackle the biggest issues that the Erie PA region faces. Stay informed and involved as we advance the narrative of Erie. Now, here's Joel Natale. I'm excited to have with us for a chat about camping. Kevin Saxton, he is from Camp Judson uh, out uh, in Springfield there. Uh, Kevin, good to see you, sir. Yeah, it's good to, good to be with you, Joel. All righty. So um, what year of camp is this for Camp Judson? Um, so this will be our 74th summer. So uh, summer number 75 is next year. That's that's That'll be a big celebration. But um, we've been... We've been doing uh, summer camp uh, out here in North Springfield for 70, 74 years now, uh, just kicking kicking off the 74th season. That's so literally like right after the war, they started doing camping. That's that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, we, we were founded by a group of American Baptist churches from Erie and Crawford County that uh, leading up to like in the mid 1930s they'd become involved in a camp called camp corbley which was down in clearfield county and uh after world war ii um and you know there was an interest in sending more kids to camp and uh at that point in time before the days of the internet interstate highway system when it was you know I, i'm told a four to five hour drive to clearfield county each way right um they decided that they wanted something a little closer mm-hmm. um and so they uh they they looked around erie and crawford county uh the kind of the the uh the apocryphal stories of the beginnings uh are that there was a committee that walked the shoreline from the ohio to the new york border um i don't know if they actually did that but they found this they found this uh piece of land out here in North Springfield that had uh, uh, been part of a, uh, a Victorian resort that had gone under um, uh, gone bankrupt in the uh, in the 1930s. And part of it had become a campground, which is Virginia's beach campground today. And the the other piece that's Camp Judson was being farmed. And so they uh, they decided to, per- to to look to purchase the property. And uh, there were um Two donors, just two donors came forward. Um, one of them was uh, a banker from Union City named L.D. Shreve, yeah. um, who wrote a check uh, for $10,000 and told the, the folks on the committee to go see um, Elisha Mack at the Boston store. Um, they were friends and I guess had some sort of philanthropic rivalry or friendly rivalry and and told them that uh, told them that to tell uh 
Mr. Mac that uh, that that he would write them a check twice the size of what uh, Mr. Shreve had written. And um, they, they went in and met with him. And as the story goes, he said, well, I hadn't planned on writing a check that big. But, you know, if my friend says I should, I will. And so they had the thirty thousand dollars to purchase the property in in uh, in 1949. And the first summer of camp was 1950. That's a remarkable story. And uh, in in more recent years, you've really kind of. Uh, had a, a you know a strong mission to to basically um, you know to improve to always be using best practices. Your approach to camping is a very modern best practice. Here's what the kids need now type of thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So we, um, I mean, you know, we're we, we still have the same mission. You know, we're still trying to connect connect kids with Jesus and help them take the next step in their faith. Um, we're also, we're also still trying to help kids, um, develop healthy relationships and learn what those look like. And more and more in, uh, you know, the world we live in, those can be harder for kids to find, you know, they, they don't necessarily have the same role models. Um, and also to provide them with some experiences that they can't do at home, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like you, like you said, um, you know, we, we do a lot of, uh, we really look at our campers and try and figure out what they need. Um, and how best to communicate with them and who they are and where they're from. And, um, you know, you know, one of the main differences uh, that you and I have talked about previously is the, the, the fact that, you know, many of our kids now have much less of a background in Christian community or church than, than they used to when kids came to camp. Um, And so, you know, how do we, you know, how do we address those, you know, those needs for kids who are just starting to learn about, um, Christianity, maybe just start to learn about who Jesus is and what prayer is and, um, and things like that. And, and, you know, meeting them where they're at and hopefully giving them some tools that, you know, that they can use when they go home to, you know, get involved in a church, you know, to, 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 uh, you know, be discipled by their family, um, and, and, and to grow closer to Jesus. So, and you want to do that while they're, you know, whether in a safe environment, in a, in a place where they can learn some skills. I mean, there's a lot of, I wouldn't say pressure, but there's a lot of drive to to have the assets that surround the child, you know, whether it's in the cabins or, you know, in the common spaces, in you know, in, in all the different activities that, you know, it's kind of, it's top notch. I mean, that's how you have to go yeah. about it, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's... Uh... Uh, in, in, in the nonprofit world, sometimes it's hard to keep up, um, yeah. you know, but we're, we're always raising money for things like scholarships for things, you know, to upgrade our facilities. We're currently in the process of, uh, you know, developing some blueprints for a major renovation of our dining hall. Um, we, we replaced our pool, um, uh, two years ago. And, uh, you know, so we're, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to keep up with the times as far as our facility. Um, but keep up with the times here at camp for us. That means, you know, we, we don't, you know, campers aren't on their phones or technology or whatever, you know, we, you know, we, we look for a screen free environment. So kids aren't, you know, are connecting with each other rather than, you know, trying to maintain those connections with, you know, their friends and family back home while they're here at camp, which, which can be an adjustment for parents, but um, you know, it's, I think it's an important thing for kids to experience. Is that the toughest thing? Uh, uh, of, 
Because let's face it, camp is a counterculture experience for most kids. If they grow up in the suburbs or in in the city, uh, camp is is very different. It is the is the uh, detachment from the technology the the heaviest lift for you and your counselors. I think you know I I don't think it's as hard for our campers as it is sometimes for parents. Um, you know, for for kids. You know, for for teenagers who come to camp, you know, sometimes, yeah, it is an adjustment, Um, but it's not uncommon for kids to say, you know, man, I, you know, I, I, it's so nice not to, you know, have to be worried about what's happening on my social media, you know, all the time. And, 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 and sometimes they realize how much that dominates their life, that constant connectedness to their friends as well as their family. Um, for parents, I think that, you know, you know, I, you know, I have kids who are teenagers, well, uh, a 16 year old and a 20 year old. And, and, um, you know, you get used to as your kids become more independent, you know, you don't have to necessarily ask them where they are, you know, you can just go on your phone and you can see where they are, you know, your your kids away at college, and you can just shoot them a text and see how they're doing. And hopefully they respond, right. Um, And, uh, but, you know, so for parents, sometimes that what's happening, what are they doing can be a little challenging for some parents. Um, uh, but it, you know, it, it does, it does help kids to learn how to, you know, how to, how to grow and become more independent, um, and to problem solve and how to make friends on their own and things like that. And it's also, I think, good for parents too, you know, that, um, you know, sometimes that level of connectedness can be, you know, it could be unhealthy for us as well as for our kids. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, you know, uh, it's, it, you know, it, it can be a little scary, um, you know, sometimes for parents because that's not what we're used to, but you know, it's, it's good for kids and good for us. Again, thinking about how different camp is from everyday life. Most kids have their own room. Um, they they have so so they're bunking up right. I mean, uh, in a bunk right, house, right? Um, they are. Uh, yeah, I mean, we have this kind of clean freak. We we have a lot of hand sanitizer and wet ones around. They're gonna be playing in the dirt. I, I mean, heck, you're going on hiking. You're 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 picking leaves for your uh, for your collection. You're 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 embracing nature. Again, it is just such an interesting thing how counter um, counter contextual camp really is. It really is a, a booster. Uh, it almost puts maturity on on jets, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it it does. I mean, you know that that in you know building independence and becoming self confident and you know discovering that new things you know new things you know they may induce some anxiety, but they're really not necessarily that scary. And, you know, you try foods that maybe you haven't, uh, you know, maybe you haven't tried at home before or whatever. Um, yeah, there's, there's lots of opportunities to, you know, to grow as a person, um, at camp. And, and, and for many of our kids, it's a chance to do things for the first time. You know, you know, we, we have kids who, um, you know, even, even kids sometimes from the city of Erie who, depending on the background that they come from, you know, they haven't spent much time out in creation. You know, right. they haven't been out in, you know, been out in the country. And even the kids who grow in, grow up, you know, kind of outside of the city, you know, a lot of times they're not spending a lot of time outside. 
And, you know, there's so much research about the benefits of the outdoors for mental health, um, uh, you know, and uh, with that being such a, you know, uh, a, a point that people are talking about um, with kids and concerned about with kids since the pandemic, um, you know, camp can be a great thing that helps with that um, in terms of helping them to re-socialize and learn how to have healthy relationships and to, you know, to get outside and, um, you know, and be able to take a breath and relax and, um, and kind of, you know, not feel like you have to be somebody or put on a show because you don't know these people, right? you know, and, you know, so you can be who, you know, you can be who you are and, um, and you can, you know, uh, experience Jesus in a Christian community. We're talking summer camping and we've got uh, Kevin Saxon with us. He is the uh, the head of Camp Judson, the leader of Camp Judson, the executive director. And uh, let's let's talk about options here, Kevin, in the in the time that we have remaining. And I want to I want to give folks the scope of of uh, the you know the ages of children and, and uh, how they can get plugged in. Yeah. Well, the first thing the first thing I would mention, just in case I forget is our website is campjudson.com and that's a place that you can go, you know, you can see about all everything that we do. Um, and as far as all of our different co- camp programs, but, um, we do day and overnight camp programs. Um, our day camp programs, they run for a week. We do six different sessions over the course of the summer. Um, they're for kids from kindergarten up through about fourth grade. Um, you know, oftentimes kids who are, you know, that age, you know, they're not ready to be away overnight, you know, you know, unless it's at grandma, grandpa's house, aunt and uncle's house or whatever, or, you know, maybe mom and dad aren't as, aren't as sure about, you know, them, you know, sleeping away or whatever. Um, and so we do day camp and they come in at eight 30 in the morning, they leave at four 30 in the afternoon. Um, we have a good number of families who use it as kind of like their summer childcare. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe just for a week or maybe, you know, we've, we've had a few families who have done it for the whole summer, wow. excuse me, the whole summer. Um, but you know, they get to do a wide variety of camp activities and we do, you know, an age appropriate Bible study and sing songs and stuff with them each day. Um, and then, uh, we, we also offer, offer overnight camps, um, as for kids as young as second and third graders who are mini campers, they come to camp for two nights, you know, Sunday to Tuesday or Wednesday to Friday. Um, and they get to do a wide variety of camp activities. They sleep in the cabins with their counselors and, um, and have a chance to, you know, swim and climb our climbing tower and, uh, help care for the animals and uh, on our hobby farm and, you know, do learn about, you know, growing, growing your own food and, uh, and stuff. Um, we also do archery and slingshots, um, canoeing and kayaking, paddle boarding on our pond, um, and, uh, hiking on our nature trails, things like that. Um, for older campers, as kids start to get to upper elementary, we also have a jet ski that we, you know, we take kids tubing on or on rides on out on Lake Erie. Um, we also have a zip line that older kids can ride too. Um, our junior camps, they run, they tend to run a full week. We do have one session that's a half week, but most of them run from Sunday to Friday. Um, and that's for kids who are going into fourth, fifth, and sixth grade in the fall. And then we do junior high camps for kids going into seventh and eighth grade. Um, senior high camps for kids going into ninth through 12th grade. And then we have um, a senior high, a junior high and a junior trailblazers camp, which um, it's limited to 12 kids. They go and they camp in the woods on, on property for the week and they get to do the camp activities, but it's a little more, 
Uh, it's a little more rustic. They're living in a tent, um, you know, kind of, you know, living around a campfire kind yeah. of, you know, it's kind of, uh, spending the week kind of as a tribe with the other campers and the, the staff that are assigned with them. Um, and they, and they, they tend to really grow some close relationships there. Um, the other thing I'd mentioned too, it's a little different is we do do family camp over the 4th of July, which is July 1st to 4th. Um, so, you know, for families who, you know, maybe their kids aren't old enough to go to camp or maybe they're not as sure about, you know, sending their kids off to camp on their own. Um, you know, they can come to camp as a family and, um, and we try to keep those family camp rates really affordable. Um, and we also offer scholarships for families. Uh, for for kids for summer camp uh, through our Every Kid to Camp scholarship program because we don't ever want kids to miss out on a chance to go to camp. And kids can, our families can reach out to us about scholarships by emailing us at Judson at CampJudson.com. It's also on the website. Um, and also, if you know you have listeners who would want to help kids go to camp, um, they can donate through the website too, uh, which is CampJudson.com backslash donate. Uh, because uh, we've been, we're fortunate that we have, we have donors that, you know, that, you know, they don't have kids of their own to send to camp, but they want to, they want to help kids come to camp. And so they, you know, they donate, donate every summer. Sometimes they donate through Erie Gives um, and really, really help to send a lot of kids to camp each summer. Talk, talk about uh, some of the outcomes. What are some of the, some of the reactions that you get from families after, let's say uh, either a mini camp or a full week camp or especially I would imagine for those kids that, you know, maybe they're having a hard time breaking through at school, but then they come to camp and then they flourish. Uh, talk about some of that. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, that we, we always, you know, there, we have anecdotes of, you know, parents who talk about how, you know, their kids learn this skill at camp or they learn that skill at camp or, you know, they, they, tr- they're, a parent is shocked that they tried, you know, broccoli for the first time or <laughs> something like that and liked it. Um, uh, you know, some of the research that we've done uh, from surveying our, our campers, you know, we find that, you know, 97% of our campers try something new. Mm. Um, you know, how often do kids, you know, you know, as a parent, how often can we get our kids to do something new? Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, 92% of them say that they had a lot of fun, not just, you know, yeah, I had fun, but, you know, I had a great time. Um, 94% of them made a new friend. Um, and, and, and we also find from a spiritual perspective, you know, that, you know, 50 to 60% of our campers express that they made some sort of decision to their counselor before they leave. Wow. And, um, and then from the parent end, you know, we asked parents six weeks out from summer camp kind of like about their kids experience and kind of like what sort of lasting effects that they have. And, and 79% of parents say that they, you know, report at least one positive effect um, that they've seen in their kids coming back from camp and 41% of them see three or more, you know, things like, you know, think, you know, yes, things like reading the Bible or, you know, you know, wanting to pray, you know, wanting to be the one who leads them praying and meals or, being more interested in going to church, but also things, you know, like being nicer to family members, you know, kind of the, the real fruit of, you know, showing that, you know, Hey, they got it, you know, uh, mm-hmm. being more helpful around the house, um, kind of the things that they're interested in talking about being a little more faith centered, um, uh, you know, spending less time on their electronic devices, you know, we're, sure. we're always trying to get our kids to get off their tablet or to get off their phone. And, you know, and, and camp seems to have that effect on kids. So, um, 
you know, it's exciting to see that, you know, camp can have that kind of an impact on, on, on kids. Um, and, you know, you know, it, you know, I was a, I was a youth and children's pastor for, for 10 years and the, uh, you know, you're always looking for that thing that, you know, to help, you know, to help kids grow. And, you know, I, I do this job because I believe camp is it. You yeah. Know? It, um, it is, you know, it is the, it is the, the killer app, as they would say. Camp yeah, really has that that accelerated maturity that comes from it. I'm down to like 20 seconds here. Yeah. Best way to get a hold of you. Um, it's campjudson.com. You can find our phone number there, our email. You can find our social media there um, to be able to check us out on all those different places. We love it. Kevin Saxon, Camp Judson, campjudson.com. Appreciate you taking the time, sir. Thanks, Joel. And we're continuing our coverage about summer camps and opportunities for the kids. And uh, uh, Gannon University is uh, is kind of uh, central for downtown Erie for camping. Some 35 camps, they say, learning that lasts a lifetime. Spend part of your summer at Gannon University, learning from our expert faculty, coaches, and students. And Kelly Bomber, the assistant athletic director of Gannon, is with us. Hey, Kelly, how are you? Hi, good. Thank you so much for having us today. You got it here. I, I, I said I said to Shaney, our producer, I said, we've got to get Gannon over here because there's just so many options, whether it is, you know, sports or uh, performance or STEM. A lot going on with camping at Gannon. For sure. We are offering 35 summer camps this summer, and, and you're able to learn with some of our faculty, our staff, and our coaches, and most importantly, uh, connecting with our students. Um, valuable learning experience for them as well as our coaches. Um, but having camps in sports and academics gives all types of kids opportunities on campus and right in the downtown using some of the best facilities uh, in the region. So we're excited to welcome many, many, many campers uh, to our campus and bring a different light life to campus. Um, I think it's unique being someone on campus dealing with 18 to 22 year olds yeah. Um, having. Well, yeah, I never you don't think about that. It is the student, the college students that are the undergrads are like, boy, what a what an opportunity for them to figure out how to translate mm -hmm. you know their collegiate experience to a young person yes their first opportunity for sure to be a coach or a professor and and teach their expertise that is super cool all right well let's can we break this down into chunks here because sure we got 35 but let's start with academic yes. camps because uh they, they run the gamut you know mm -hmm. Yes, so um, we are very excited with the uh, addition of IHAC, the Institute for Health and Cyber Knowledge, coming to campus. Uh, we have a variety of camps in robotics and camps in 3D printing, things that um, I surely didn't grow up with in school, right. but our students are learning from a young age and then having that opportunity on campus to be building um, all sorts of things for um, their experiences. And then many camps are actually getting to bring home their very own 3D printer. And oh so, my! Yes, and um, those camps are run in that facility, and there's sleep. There's some sleep away, so we have the students in the dorms, um, and some that are just a day camp. Wow! Wow! Uh, let's let's look at some of these manufacturing technology, cyber patriot, summer educational experience camp, uh, ride science, the science behind the scenes. That's interesting. Uh, global leadership summer camp, uh, young writers camp. That uh, that's that's super cool. I mean, uh, because we have humanities, we have 
We have sciences. Uh, it's all there. Yes. And I actually got to interact a lot with our writing camp last okay. summer. Um, and they put together portfolios. We had eight to 12 year olds putting together portfolios and sharing their work at the end of the week and expressing some of their poems and their written work. I was going to say, did you have a poetry reading or something? <laughs> we did. We did. <laughs> um, and they were, they were surely excited to share their work um, and showcase what they worked on all week. Neat. Neat. Mm-hmm. Well, moving along to the athletic camps, and I, I, I think if there's a major sport again, and you guys have a camp that's covering it, right? I mean, we do, we do, and they started this week. We've got uh, a bunch of swimmers in the pool actually set to jump in the pool at five o'clock this afternoon. They run an evening camp, and then uh, we kick off next week with many of our different athletic camps. And so, um, our PSAC championship basketball team will uh, bring some of. Some of the finest basketball players from the region for a little team shootout, and then we'll bring the little tykes, as I like to call them, <laughs> in um, all the elementary schools. Uh, we'll start camps upcoming next week and, and for many weeks to come. So looking wow. forward to all of our teams hosting. Some of them sold out, many of them still with plenty of spots um, and availability, but they run pretty much every week for the rest of the summer. Well, let me ask you about that. Uh, I mean – should a parent kind of self-evaluate what camp or is it better to you know to kind of come in and talk to someone about what where they would fit I mean, like how do you know like if you're if you're a girl basketball player where she would go because there's like what there's that there's a lot of just women's basketball camps mm-hmm. that, that, yeah, so um, our camps are broken down by age and then okay, age. Okay. Yep. And then within the age we split them up by level of ability so you guys do that Mm -hmm. that decision making okay that makes it a lot easier then yep so we're able we're able to take all skills um and encourage all skills to get involved because that's how how everybody gets better and continues to grow in the sport so uh so but each each one of these is basically a particular week is that how it goes or correct okay gotcha gotcha yeah uh, I'm looking at like the the women's basketball elite camp, you know, is on on June 25th, you know, so that's kind of like it just blows it out that way. But then mm-hmm. there's multi day ones for the shooting camp or the little dribblers or something. How does cross country? I mean, all they do is run all day. Cross country day camp. Cross country is actually very exciting. Um, our head coach Rob Aaron's, uh, he was a cross country coach out on the east side of the state and had. Over 300 campers at his camp on the east side of the state, and so uh, he's excited to bring his camp here. But really targeted at all at all athletes. Obviously, okay. running is a part of of many of the sports, and so uh, that camp will actually be held in Frontier Park. And wow. so they'll have the opportunity to run around the park and then um, engage in some healthy eating at one of the cabanas, do some stretching and yoga. And so, no, they don't have to run for that many hours. They'd finish a marathon at that point. But right. I can assure they'll be tired by the end of it. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Soccer camp. I like this acro and tumbling camp. Now, is that a newer sport for Gannon? Yes, okay. um, r- relatively new. Acrobatics and tumbling is an emerging sport okay. with the NCAA, um, and so. And it, you're you're doing it at a D two level at this point, or competing against Division one schools. So, holy um, moly. schools like Oregon and Baylor were going toe to toe and uh, captured a championship or two <laughs> uh, in individual events against those Division ones. Um, but we're drawing a lot of gymnastics uh, athletes and cheerleaders into that sport. Wow, that's amazing! Again, that's on the first of july uh lacrosse is another hot sport these days right i mean for sure 
And I would say if you're playing any sort of sport, we probably have a camp for it at this yeah. point and excited to host them on campus. The um, And volleyball, does it help the camp? When you guys have a, you know, a pretty good season like that? For sure. It okay. does. Um, and so uh, I would break many of our camps down into the elementary and middle school students and then the high school students. And at the high school level, a lot of times they're getting serious and looking to get recruited. And so um, the recruiting spots for these camps get extremely competitive really? um, yeah. and, and they get excited to try and, and find their spot on some of the Gannon varsity teams um, as juniors and seniors in high school. And then our elementary students are just happy to be there. And then oftentimes uh, reporting back during the academic year to our competitions and saying, that's my counselor. Look at them uh, <laughs> out on the court. Wow. And so that's, that's always exciting to welcome them back at, the, at, at their competitions and allow them to see, us hard at work because we watch them hard at work all summer. We we mentioned that it is a unique experience for the undergrad student that that is a the student athlete. What are some of the anecdotes that you hear after the camping experience for them? Because mm -hmm. again, they're trying to keep their training going through the summer and so on, right? I yes. Mean so I think one of my one of my favorite ones is actually a, is pretty funny. And so uh, the students, obviously, many of them spend the night with us on campus. And so, you know, they're away from home, but mom and dad are only a few blocks down the road. Mm -hmm. um, but one of them went to the cafeteria because that's where you're eating your meals. And he said, my mom doesn't cook like this. And so he was excited to have, you know, the 15 or 16 different options that are served <laughs> at dinner time. And our student athletes, they go into the cafeteria and and, you know, it's just another day at the cafeteria. But to some of these students, it really opens their eyes to what life is like when you leave mom and dad's kitchen. Um, oh, my. But I think on a more serious note, I think our student athletes start to look at the game a little differently because they're teaching the game um, and oftentimes have to teach the game at a much younger vocabulary and really, really simplify what they're doing. And so I think it gives them an experience to appreciate and recognize that what they're doing, it it's not all that difficult. Um, mm. But it is you know, they need to be insightful at the same time and share their experiences with um, those younger and and grow the game. Um, what, if, what if it freshens it up for them? Because mm -hmm. because they are seeing it in a, you know, in a different angle as they teach it, you know? Yes. And I think for some of those emerging sports like acrobatics and tumbling, it's really an opportunity to share their sport um, mm -hmm. oftentimes for the first time. Um and they take that kind of being a, 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 an advocate for the sport, huh? Yes, they take that uh, very seriously and, and enjoy sharing their sport with a region like Erie that acrobatics and tumbling is not competing at the high school level. Oh, OK. We don't have pretty much. We don't have that yet. OK. All right. So how do people get plugged in? to uh, camps at Gannon. Yes, so um, we are actually lucky to have all of our camps centralized at www.gannoncamps.com. Um, and there you'll see the icons for all the different options. You're able to click on those and register all in one place. Uh, yeah, and uh, financially, do, do, do you put your credit card right on the website? Is that how it works? Yes. So okay. you're able to insert all the information we need about your camper, your credit card information. You sign your waivers so there's no paperwork on the first day so nice. that we're able to welcome you appropriately on the first day of camp and get you situated and comfortable on our campus. And then they'll receive uh, information from the coach or, or the, uh, the, the folks about what to wear and what to prepare for and all that stuff? Yep. 
All of our campers, uh, camper leads will share information about a week prior to camp and then mm -hmm. obviously follow up a few days before with any questions. And obviously on the website, all of our staff is listed for each of the camps. So if you have questions specifically related to camps, they're happy to help. I remember uh, early 2000s when my boys were in those uh, you know pre-high school years, they loved going to Gannon basketball camp. It was just a lot of fun. And Sold running, out. Yeah, oh, I bet. Oh, yours is now? <laughs> yes, yeah. we're very excited to welcome head coach Jordan Fee, and uh, yes. he has sold out camp with 120 campers, so <laughs> <laughs> we will be outnumbered that week. <laughs> I think you will. I think you will. Well, I appreciate it very much. Kelly Bomber, she is the assistant athletic director at Gannon University. Thanks for telling us about camp. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to The Joel Natale Show, Erie, Pennsylvania's daily podcast from TalkErie.com. Subscribe to our show on your favorite podcatcher and get involved by emailing joel at TalkErie.com. <laughs>